This is the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Hello, it's Mark here, and welcome to the Clonmel Podcast, episode 131 for this Friday, the 28th of April. And it's a bank holiday weekend. We love that. So how was your week? Hope it went well. Best of luck to Chris Walsh from Bodega 1830, who's been shortlisted for the Best Cocktail Experience at the Irish Restaurant Awards 2023. Good luck, Chris. St. Mary's Parochial School celebrated 175 years in town this week. They had a big open day, I think, last week. You may have seen the 37 beavers of the Clonmel Scout Group. They were out picking up litter and helping keeping our town nice and tidy this week. Best of luck, too, to CTI Clonmel's basketball team, who are in the All-Ireland Final this coming Tuesday. Paddy O'Mahony from Big Bang Drumming released his three-track EP this week called Raw. Check out his social media pages for more on that. And staying with music, the Cedar Towns dropped their new single, Soul Sister, today. Once again, have a look on their social media pages and how you can get your hands on their single. Now, we also see some parts of the town were without water for a time this week which wasn't good news. There was also calls for a park warden to tackle antisocial behaviour in public spaces in town. And did you see the pictures on social media of that car that drove into a house in William Street last weekend? I believe two people were taken to hospital regarding that accident. So what is coming up this week on the Clonmel podcast? It's a busy one. We've got our Clonmel's Wild Geese feature and we're off to London to speak to head chef Luca Hearn. Mary Williams from Clonmel TNR needs your help. A warning to lock your cars. Free coffee this weekend. Jobs bingo and lots more. All coming up. The Clonmel Podcast. But first, I'm up with Thomas Ryan to find out about the Don Ryan Memorial Tractor Run, which is happening in Clohene next weekend. Thomas, first of all, before we start, tell us about Don. Hi, Mark. Thanks very much for giving us the opportunity to speak. Uh, Don was a man from Greg and Clohene. Many would know Dom's former, we'll say home. Uh, I won't say his family home now, but his own family when his mother and father and his brother and sister used to live as Jeremiah's pub in Greg. Uh, so Dom lived over the road from there years ago. Uh, family man, very, uh, very good with family and all that. He was also a farmer. He had his few cattle and all that. And years ago, he worked here in Barrows in Clonmel oh, okay. as well and with that then when he retired Don went onto the land and his land around and that as well so that was Don's life was his land and his family and all that and sadly in 2021 Tom or Don sorry was diagnosed with cancer and passed away in August of 2022 and during the time he was in St. Teresa's nursing home in Clohene he asked my own father, Jerry, would he could he give something back and would he hold a tractor on for his memory? So my father spoke to two of his friends out in Clahine, uh, Mary and Maggie Maloney, and with that then, this came out about. So the 7th of May at 1.30, the tractor run starts from Dom Ryan's house in Greg. Uh, leaving Greg, heading for Clohene, past the hostel. Down there, heading then past Parsons Green, up to Kilcommon Cross in Cair. Back down to Ballyoby and finish up then in Duhull. And in Duhull then we'll have the barbecue, we'll have tea, sandwiches, the whole shenanigans. There's going to be a little kiddies corner there as well, like for kids to do a little bit of drawing and all that. And on the day there is going to be a big raffle and also there's going to be an auction 
as well for some fantastic prizes. And anyone who is on Facebook or anything like that will be able to see all the prizes and they'll be able to see the auction prize there as well. So it's going to be, going to be a good day. Now, am I right in saying it's not just open to tractors either, is it? No, it's not open to tractors. It is also open to vintage cars. It is also open to motorbikes. Uh, the motorbikes will be going out first, vintage cars and then tractors then as well. And also there's going to be a small little display of trucks around a few of the companies from around the county and further afield are coming to just display their trucks and show their sport on the day as well. 20 euro registration. You can register with Eventbrite or on the day as well. The Eventbrite is up on the Dom Ryan Tractors One page on Facebook. You'll also see it on my own community page as well, uh, Clamwell, a town we call home. And with that, if anyone else wants details, they can pop me a message on Facebook and I'll send it all out. It's no problem there. So it's said to be a fantastic day. It's going to be a fantastic day. Hopefully the weather will be good. And with that, make sure to have a good few euros with you because there are some fantastic prizes in the auction as well as the raffle. One of the top prizes in the raffle is a 300 euro voucher for Star Fuels. Very nice. And the way things are going yeah, these days, yeah. you know yourself. <laughs> oh, yes, we indeed. also have something for the ladies. We have a beautiful di- uh, ladies' dine and beauty package. Oh, wow. Which involves a beauty, uh, a beauty voucher. Also has some of the fantastic restaurants here in Clamell, our Raheen House, just beside us where Stop we are sending. Yeah. Uh, Manny and Clamell Park Hotel. Sorry, the Talbot Hotel, I should say now. That's called, I have also given us a few things. So some fantastic prizes and some great prizes in the auction as well. We have tickets for Derek Ryan out in Capricorn. Any relation? No relation. <laughs> no relation whatsoever. Derek, Derek is originally, we all know Derek from, uh, he was in D-side years ago and then right, turned yeah. into the Irish music himself. That's right. uh, so with that, we lads in Capricorn, community centre, sent down tickets. tickets. There's actually a tonne load of, sorry, a half tonne load of blocks being given out timber. So if anyone for the fire, they'll have it done as well. Uh, there's a lovely Christmas tree being displayed and all that, but it's all part of the auction and it's going to, be a, going to be a great night. And thanks to everyone who sponsored and donated so far, it has been overwhelming. And the support that they have out there in Ballyluby, Dothel Parish, as well as theories of clean and further field that just, just goes shows community spirit mm. is really, really up to top, top notch when you're out in the lakes of the country. It's fantastic. I mean, I must explain, this is to raise money for St. Teresa's Hospital, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's, the money being raised is being raised for the district um, hospital out in Clyne, as many, many of us know. And many of us know who someone may have been out there yeah, over the years, town. from Clamell, yeah, from yeah. around the whole place, I, even out in Clarence, they may have went out there. So we are raising money for it. And I said, as I said, Don is originally from Clyne himself, uh, down the road from the hospital. But many of us know, people here in Clamell would know mm. the hospital and it's been there for many, many years. I'll come back to you when Sister Anya was there. Mm. They tried to close it, but people parents spoke and they got it. So it's a hospital swing. It's got it. There's a beautiful hospital swing there. And there's more, more work being done in the hospital as it is. So no matter what the patient wants, it'll be there for them. And we're hoping to raise, we have a good bit raised so far, but we're hoping to get more. And okay. looking forward to a great, great day. So it's the Don Ryan Memorial Tractor Run, Sunday 7th of May, and it all gets underway from Craig yeah, in Clawheen. Starting at 1pm, probably leaving about 1.30, but that's what it is, and heading then, as I said, into Clawheen, up to Kilcommon Cross, Ballyluby, and finishing then in Duttle, with a great day of fun and entertainment and barbecue and the whole lot. It'll be there, so you won't be hungry, and there'll be great little barbecue and sandwiches and all that there as well. 
Thomas Ryan, thank you very much. Belated happy birthday. I believe you had a big party the other I night. Ha- you had to let go, I Thomas. Just, I had, Mark. Thank you very much for that. Uh, it went very well. But, uh, Do you remember much about it? I, I remember a lot. That's one thing about me. I'm, a good, I've, I've, I'm not, I don't have the memory of fish anymore. No, I remember a lot. But no, it was a great night. And thanks to everyone, um, thanks to everyone who, who came and everyone who gave me something. It was lovely. And of course, follow Thomas's Facebook page as well. Yes, it is. It's the Clavel, a town we call home. And a great newsletter out every week. It is. That's true. If anyone wants it, they can also get an email to him. And also keep an eye out because don't forget September the 10th we will have the Common Members Walk back in and this year a few little changes to it uh, so that'll be something to look forward to on September 10th as well you keep us updated about that on the podcast won't you that I will Mark no problem okay Thomas thank you very much thanks very much Mark much appreciated the Club Mail Podcast Thank you, Thomas. Now, before we go on, don't forget the premium newspaper is out this week. Lots to read on there, including more on that car crashing into a house in William Street. News on the partnership of the South Tipperary Hospice Movement and the HSE. They're saying that will enhance palliative care services, which is good news. Also news on the Thurless to Clonmel Greenway Feasibility Study. There was a meeting in Feathered on that during the week. What else we got? Nice spread on the St Mary's Parochial School's 175th birthday. They had a big open day last week. Plus there's sport, art and entertainment. Oh, and Joe Kenny's flashback year this week is 1990, including a very nice photograph of the soldiers from the Kickham Barracks back in 1990. They had to carry a gun, an artillery gun, from Carrick to Clonmel for people in need. Do you remember people in need? There was a big event around that time. I can remember working for Shoreland Radio, and we were inside the old ESB offices doing live broadcasts. So, yeah, the Premier Newspaper, out now in all your supermarkets and shops. It's free. And also, you can read the digital edition online at thepremiernewspaper.com. Now, moving on. Mary Williams from Clonmel TNR, Trap New to Return, is looking for your cat food donations of tinned fish or wet food as her stocks are running extremely low. Mary, as we know, does amazing work here in town and surrounding areas, so please help her out if you can. You can drop off your donations to the Southview Vets in Irishtown. Zumba comes to the Feathered Town Park every Wednesday, starting next week, the 3rd of May. It's on from quarter past seven, and it runs for six weeks. The price is €50, and if you fancy joining the Zumba party, you can call Pauline on this number, 087-381-0242. The bank holiday weekend is upon us and all Apple Green garages here in Clonmel and around the country are offering free coffee to help combat driver fatigue from 2 to 8pm this coming Monday, the 1st of May. All you have to do is just quote RSA at the till. Speaking of driving and cars, please remember to lock your cars as two are broken into on the casual road during the week. Also remember to remove any valuable items that may be on display in your car. I find it hard to believe that people don't lock their cars. Seriously? What is that all about? Free coffee mornings take place every Monday and Wednesday at Seesaw at 24 William Street in Clonmel from 10.30am to 12.30pm where you can call in for a cuppa and find out what Seesaw is all about. The Bellevue Academy of Performing Arts have announced their kids' summer camps for this year. Kids aged from 6 to 12 years, their camp runs from the 24th to the 28th of July from 9am to 1pm and the TOTS camp, 3 to 5 years, is on July 31st to the 4th of August at 9am to 1pm. The price is €90 and there's also discount sibling rates. For more details, check out the Bellevue Academy of Performing Arts social media pages. 
The Toy Library and Repair Cafe are on tomorrow, Saturday. That's the 29th of April at Zero Waste Marketplace in Anglesey Street from 11.30am to 1.30pm. And while you're there, why not pop into Zero Waste Marketplace for seed exchanges, organic fruit and veg, whole foods and refills. Jenny will look after you there. The next Lego Coding Club is coming to the Clomo Library on Thursday, May the 11th from 3.30 to 5pm. Now, the club runs for six weeks and is for ages 10 years and upwards. To book your child's place, you can call this number 052-61-66130 or just call in to the library. The Darkness into Light walk will start at Clomalogue at quarter past four in the morning on the 6th of May. For more details on how you can sign up, just go to darknessintolight.ie. Clomel Town have their 60th anniversary social on the 20th of May. It's a Saturday. Music by Super Soul Machine and tickets are 40 euros from committee members. By the way, dinner will be served at 7pm and the annual awards will follow. That's set to be a good old night, isn't it? Clomel Celtic will have their fundraiser tomorrow, Saturday, at the Clomel Greyhound Stadium. Tickets are just €10, Euros where you could win €500. Euros. The first race is at 7.30 and all are welcome to attend. The Tipperary Hygiene Bank have a brand new drop-off point, which is the Clomel Library. So next time you're doing your shopping, want to pick up some hygiene products and drop them off at the library. David Corbett is holding Qigong and Tai Chi classes. Now, the Qigong classes start on Monday the 8th of May at 7.30pm at the St Oliver's Parish Centre and the Tai Chi starts in Carrick-on-Shore on Tuesday the 9th of May at 7.30pm at the Nano Nagel Centre. If you'd like to reserve a space or to find out more, you can contact David on this number 87 9640 or email life at gmail.com. The South Tipperary Autism Group are holding a public meeting at the Clonmel Resource Centre on Tuesday the 16th of May at 7pm in the hope of establishing a support group for adults with ASD, that's Autistic Spectrum Disorder. All are welcome to attend and could you please RSVP to info at southtipautism.ie. The Bellavocci Summer Concert takes place in the Old St. Mary's Church on Friday the 19th of May. It all starts at 8pm. Musical director is Eamon O'Malley and tickets are €15 Euros plus booking fee from Eventbrite. Now, I mentioned the Cedar Towns and their brand new single, Soul Sister, being out today. Now, after you've bought the single, you're kind of thinking, I'd love to go and see these guys live. But where can I go, Mark? Well, I can tell you now that the Cedar Towns are coming to the Coachman Bar on Friday the 12th of May at 9pm. An entry fee is only €10. Euros. And staying with the Coachman, Salsa Cubana is coming there on Wednesday, next Wednesday, the 3rd of May. It's a five-week beginner's course costing €50 Euro where you'll get to learn this wonderful style of dance and really impress your friends. It's on between 8 and 9pm and for more, you can call this number 086 210 Slevenamon Cycle Club are holding a cycle fundraiser to help get Marie home. Marie is in a stroke rehab unit and in order for her to return home, her house requires adapting to accommodate her condition. Now the race starts at Plan Kilsheelan on Sunday, this coming Sunday, April 30th at 9am. Registration is at 8am and entry fee is €30. Euros. Get more details on Slevenamon CC Facebook page.
The Clonmel Vintage and Classic Car Club have their annual vintage show and raffle this weekend. That's Saturday, tomorrow and Sunday, 29th and 30th of April in aid of Rhino Dwyer. Tickets for the raffle are €10 each or 3 for 20 And look at this for a top prize. Yes, a gorgeous future classic, a Saab 9.3 convertible could be yours. Tomorrow, Saturday, the cars will leave Powerstown at 11.30am for a run. And the big show will be on Sunday from 12pm with the draw for the Saab at 3.30 on Sunday. Now, bingo continues this Bank Holiday Monday at Hillview Sports Club. €1,000 jackpot prize on offer with two grand in prize money. And their split the bucket draw continues. Plus, you get tea and coffee at halftime. It all starts at 8pm. And remember, Hillview's free family open day is on this coming Bank Holiday Monday from 2 to 5pm. Lots going on, including inflatable games, face painting, the barbecue, teas and coffees. But also, you'll get the chance to try out tennis, badminton and pitch and putt for free. And if you like it, you can sign up there and then on the day where you'll also get a special discount. Just make sure you bring your runners with you. Set to be a great day this coming Monday at Hillview Sports Club. St. Mary's CBS present their new production of The Greatest Show coming to the Fawcett Circus Big Top Tent on Wednesday the 24th and Thursday the 25th of May. It all starts at 8pm and tickets are just €10 from the school. You can call this number to get yours, 052-61-21594. Speaking of great shows, don't forget St. Mary's Call Society's Little Shop of Horrors. Tickets are now on sale. The show runs from the 1st to the 6th of May at the White Memorial Theatre. Get more details on how you can book your tickets from their Facebook page. And tickets are €20 plus booking fee. The Presentation Secondary School are raising money through a clothing reuse scheme and they're looking for your unwanted clothes. So if you've got clean clothing, paired shoes, handbags, belts, curtains and bed linen, you can drop them off at the school reception before the 20th of May the more bags they collect, the more money they raise for their school. The Clonmel Podcast Job Spot. Now, jobs this week. What have we got? Well, Raheen House are looking to hire the following staff, a night porter, waiting staff and a housekeeper. You can email Claire with your CV to info at raheenhouse.ie or call this number 052 Shawhall out the Care Road are looking to hire a trainee stores person. An interest in commercial vehicles and computer skills is an advantage. You can email your CV to info at shawhall.ie. That's S-U-R-E, Hall, H-A-U-L dot I-E. Barn Lodge are looking for full and part-time staff, also seasonal staff, both waiting and bar staff. You can email your CV to elainecarew.ec.uk at gmail.com or call this number 052-61-22849. Permanent TSB are hiring customer service staff. Go to www.permanenttsb.ie for more details. Aldi in town are looking for a store assistant. Check out aldijobs.ie for more there. A kitchen assistant is wanted at the Buttermarket Cafe. You can drop in your CV if you're interested. Brathani's Restaurant are looking for waiting staff, 30 to 35 hours per week, over four days. Good rates of pay. You can email your CV to info at brathani.com or PM them on their Facebook page. And finally, Guinies in Irish Town have a part-time position available. You can drop in your CV to them there if you are interested. If you'd like to advertise a job on the Clonmel Podcast, just email the Podcast at gmail.com. 
Right, time for this week's interview. And it's our Clonmel's Wild Geese feature. Clonmel's Wild Geese. Luca Hearn, welcome to the Clonmel podcast. Thank you, thank you. How are you? I'm good. It's a pleasure having you on. You are head chef in Corrigan's in Mayfair in London. That's a nice old gig, is it? Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, Mayfair is quite a nice part of town, so yeah. I see. Get to see a lot of nice cars, a lot of... A lot of nice hotels around, but yeah. Oh, well, I, I don't get to see much of them. I get to see the morning and I get to see the night. Mm. So I get to see, get to see them at the nicest part. But yes, it's it's been good. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a nice journey so far. And Richard Corrigan is the owner of um, the restaurant. He's got two Michelin stars. Am I right in saying that? Uh, he did before. He doesn't currently have any anymore. I mean, he's 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 known as a Michelin star chef because mm. he's he's won them in the past. Um, he had them in his first restaurant he opened. Uh, or he run, I think it was in Fulham Road back in 95, I think. And then he had another one in Lindsay House, which was his like acclaimed restaurant. Mm. And then, yeah, I suppose he's, you know, he once he closed there to open Corrigan's Mayfair, um, he just kind of built his empire from then on. But yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully one day we'll have a, I'll have one of my own. So how does that work, Luke? How do you get a Michelin star? Uh, a lot of work. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, it comes down to a lot of reasons, uh, but main the main reason being the food, and I suppose the food that they're looking for at the time. Uh, Michelin are kind of the guide. It's a it's a mm. funny thing, you know. You can chefs chase them and so on, which which is kind of the norm if you want to reach that level. If you want if you want that kind of food, you want that that lifestyle, then you you chase a Michelin, you chase a star. But um, it always it doesn't always happen, and it can be very frustrating and so on. But I think the main thing is to just just cook really good food and they'll you'll you'll attract them and they'll start to come into the restaurant and I suppose they I think they have to have a few visits before they make their decision but it's I mean it's 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 not it's, it's not really a popularity contest but mm. more so more so you have to be on their radar you know you have to have worked in a few places before that you know no one they're not just going to go to any place right. so I suppose it's it's just about getting a, getting what you do on a plate out there as best as you can and for get to get on their radar and hopefully hopefully then they come in and have a visit and enjoy your food and if they enjoy it enough to give you a start and they, they give you one and would you know that they're coming in uh not necessarily no sometimes you can guess you can get get by the name they use they have a, they'll never book under their actual name um right. they might book a table of two turn up as a table of one um some sometimes they'll have a French credit card details, which is always a giveaway. But that's for <laughs> that's more so for the fi- yeah, I know that's more so for the final stages. Right. But you can you say, you, sometimes after they have a meal, they'll they'll drop a card and say, yeah, that they've been in and yeah, they'll have they've had a good meal or something needs improving for them to reconsider coming back or so mm. on. So yeah, they, they they're not as they're not as uh, anonymous as they used to be, but they're still pretty anonymous. Is that a bit like the old food critics? Do you get them coming into your restaurant? Yeah, yeah, we've had a fair few. I uh, had uh, David Ellis of the uh, Evening Standard in a few weeks ago. Right. Um, and, yeah, he had a very good time, left a very good review, which was great. Um, yeah, just loved the food and the, the service. So. And did I mean, you know he was coming in as well, or did you not know? Uh, I, I knew he was coming in, yes. Mm. But um, usually, usually uh, food critics, they will book – they, they'll book and they'll leave their name there they won't necessarily say they're reviewing but it's always going to be a review at the end of the day if you're cooking for a critic you need to 
you need to be on top form and know Sorry, what yeah. even if they if, even if it's booked in for nothing sometimes you can book book a shoot you know or book something for them to come in as invite them in but if they come in off their own back you know it's never just for a, for a lunch or for a for a dinner it's always something else do you play spot the food critic in the uh, in the kitchen <laughs> oh jesus um, a food critic thing well, uh, jesus <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I've got cameras out. I've got Have cameras you? out in the dining room. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I, I can keep an eye on them and keep uh, an eye on them on the table. So. <laughs> How long have you been working at Corrigan's? Uh, I've been there now a uh, year and three mm. months. I think a year and three, three, four months. Yeah. Big responsibility so, yeah, too, a, isn't it? Yeah, it's big. I mean, it's my first uh, head chef role, and it's mm. it's a pretty big it's a pretty big one. So, yeah, a lot of responsibility, but, I mean, with it comes a lot of rewards as well. You know, you just need to, to make sure you look after the team and the, then the rest will follow. What are you? I always wonder about chefs, actually. What are you like when you go to another restaurant? Because you're obviously a top chef, right? And you go to a restaurant for a meal. Do you, are you really extra critical of the food <laughs> because of what you – I bet you are. Come on, you must be, surely. Oh, I, I would say I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm, yeah. I'm not too bad. I mean, I mean, if something's awful, then right. I, I might say something. But I, uh, I, I have a funny story. I, the, hmm. the first time I ever walked out of a restaurant was a few weeks ago when I was really? in Dubai. It was, it was awful. I mean, it was like you, one of these restaurants you pay for with the view. So basically, right. the food was awful. Hmm. And I mean, the main course came down and I just took one bite and I was like, no, no way. No so way. I just said, uh, I told the waiter, give me the bill. I paid the bill and then I just walked out. You still have to pay the bill as well. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I, well, I, 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 was, I was going to pay the bill, but then but then my girlfriend wouldn't allow me. So I just walked out. <laughs> so I just I just left. So I had a manager chasing me. I was like, just go away, mate. <laughs> just there. I'll pay the bill. I'll pay for the drinks, but I'm not paying for that. Chasing you around the like, restaurant. Yeah, like, like a hundred and fifty quid for an awful steak that was butchered. See. I said, I did, it looked like it had been eaten already. Oh my god, that's not good, is it? Yeah. That isn't good. No, at all. not good. Not not good at all. No, I, I didn't enjoy it. I, I won't be going back there for sure. I should hope not. It's a long way to go, as well, isn't it? Just for a steak. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's too long. And not even a good steak at that. Not even a good steak, and it was the. It was a late booking as well, so I couldn't even go anywhere else. Oh no way! Um, I see you've been work. You worked before with Nevin Maguire, uh, another top yeah. chef. What was Nevin like? He seems like a lovely fella, actually. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's a he's like a sweetheart. You know, mm. he's like I, I don't know. I've never worked with someone so calm in a kitchen before. Really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's almost too nice. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, that was my first real job um, in a kitchen. And yeah, it was real, real eye opener um, of what I wanted to do and so on. So yeah, I mean, I spent a spent a good few months with him. Uh, I was only sixteen at the time, so I was right. still in school. But um, yeah, no, it was a, it was really good, really good opportunity, and really good to just kind of see how a how a how a high end kitchen runs and so on. And I mean, he's built it up since then. He, you know, I think he he inherited the restaurant from his from his family from his parents. Mm. And, I mean, it had been bombed and everything back oh in the nineties. So it, yeah, I mean, it, it was real, like real in the heart of things. And mm. um, I saw so it's it's quite uh, admirable to see what it is now. I mean, they've got they've got lots of rooms there. I think they've expanded it. 
He's got their own gardens. He's got his own cookery school up there. So it's really... And where is he? Really, uh, where is Nevin, uh, Luke? It's in Black Line, right. uh, Cavan, right on the border of Northern Ireland as well. So I think he, you look at it and there's like one side of the river is Fermanagh, the other side is the other side is Cavan. It's only this tiny village. Like literally the only thing in it is the restaurant mm. and, and, and two or three pubs. <laughs> maybe, maybe a shop, but I think that's about it. What's it like for you now when you have to cook for another chef? Does Richard Corrigan have you cooking yeah, for him, yeah, cooked, sort of oh, thing? Cooked, cooked, yeah, I've cooked for him lots. Um, I mean, it's good. It's not, you know, it's nerve wracking. I like to think. Um, it, there's always a bit of added pressure there, but mm. I mean, it's just because you want to make it perfect. You know? Like like everything, every mm. every guest is the same. It doesn't matter if it's a chef, a critic, or a, just a regular guest in the restaurant. Mm. You treat everyone. You treat treat every dish the same, and I suppose that's how you get consistent, and that's how you get to a level. Um, I think if I if I up my ante for cert, just certain people, there's no there's not much point in me running the restaurant then because it's like I'll run I'll run I'll 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 cook the food the same for everyone and I won't differ it for anyone. You know I'll cook it to the best of my ability for for some random person that just walks in off the street as well as Richard Corrigan. You know. Would you ever get food sent back that you may have cooked? Has it ever um, happened to you? And how do you how do you actually? handle that Do you no, have to, it, come it, out? to be fair it, to be fair it's a very very rare thing mm. that happens um the only the only thing you would have sent back i i i've ever really had sent back is you say uh we do this coat the buff so it's like this beautiful one kilo rib of beef that we get from uh peter hannon's butchers it's actually a supplier from uh county antrim oh wow and yeah he like dry ages them for 90 days and in a rock salt chamber they're they're amazing but the only thing you would get back is because everyone has their own idea of what cooking temperatures are mm. so you know somebody somebody orders a steak medium rare you can't cut this in half and it's for two so one person wants a medium rare one person wants a medium well <laughs> so it's mm. like they're like oh yeah i just want that a bit more cooked but that's it and it, which is impossible to do at the time because it's a one it's one piece you know mm. so it's not until they. It's a, it's a bit of a show as well. They carve a table side on the trolley, so it's like it's a, it's a bit of old school mixed with the new school. Right. You know, it's a bit of modern. Like the the whole dish is modern, but the presentation of it going out on the trolley, it's a bit old school, which I quite like as well. But that's a, but that's really the only thing ever to get sent back. Like none of the dishes come back. I mean, some it's, it's very rare someone doesn't. Someone orders some something and doesn't like it. Yeah, you yeah. know it's it's it doesn't really happen that much. Well, thankfully, I mean I'm sure it happens. <laughs> I'm, sure it, I'm sure it happens, but it hasn't happened to me. <laughs> Do you get to meet any of the other chefs over there? I'm talking celebrity chefs, maybe Gordon Ramsay, people like that. Um, no, I'm not. I, I don't really go around that scene. I mean, Gordon mm. Ramsay is, you know, he's. He's he's around his own restaurant, and when mm. he's there, he does his TV shows. He's he he wouldn't he wouldn't be at much events or anything. But if mm. you if there's an event on, if there's a like a, a hospitality event on, you always see people around, and mm. you know you you always get to meet people, and they know who you know. You build up a little network, and I suppose it's like the my era of chefs and and so on is like the guys that I used to work with or I know now, and they're opening their own restaurants or they're. They have their they're they're getting a head chef job for the first time and so on. So that's kind of more important to me. You know, you to, there's a big click in London, like every industry. Mm. But there's a you know, no matter how big a place is, it's always small at the same time. Would you like to go down that route by doing some sort of TV show 
maybe down um, the line? Yeah, I wouldn't rule it out for sure. Mm. Uh, I think it's it, it can come with certain things. Uh, I mean, to go to go down the TV route, I suppose you just have to have a good PR company behind you. Like if I had a if I if I wanted to invest in that and get onto TV, all I'd need to do really is get get some PR and get mm. some get on some shows. And if you obviously if if the TV takes to you, you know if people take yeah. to you, then you'll get more from that. Um, it's not something I'm looking at doing right now, but I mean it's not something I'm ever going to rule out. Um, what is the plan, Luke? Do you do you hope one day to open your own restaurant? Yeah, for sure. Um, here or or yeah. over there? Sorry. <laughs> Uh, I would say over over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a lot. Ireland is is great, but I don't think it's um, I don't think it's something for me right now. Mm. I think it's you know living in London for so long and having the scene here. It's just it's much busier. It's much buzzier. Mm. Um, I think it suits me better, and it suits my style of food better. I think if I was to move home, it depending on where it would be. Rather than a big city like Dublin, I'd have to adapt my style quite a bit. Mm. Um, but I suppose wherever you open, you you adapt your 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 food and your style to the area. So, yeah, it's 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 definitely something on the cards, and it's definitely something I'll be looking at in in the next few years. But um, for now, I'd like to just knuckle down and get my name out there a bit more. And where did the interest in cooking come from? Oh, I don't know to be honest. Out of nowhere. Really? Um, yeah, my parents can't cook. Really? Mm. Well, they're, um, <laughs> but they can, but they're, they're not. They're not. They're not. Uh, They'd be glad to hear that, Luke. Yeah, they, they love that. <laughs> so just kind um, of came out and just looked. You know, there you were, yeah, Friday night yeah, one yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where I got it from, but mm. it wasn't from them. Let's just say that. Um, I think I I just started watching TV programs to be honest, and I was always interested in them from quite quite a young age. So I think there was always an interest there. Yeah. Um, and that went on to to little things, and it went on to kind of cooking at home all the time, and then it went on to being more than that. And you know, from from sixteen onwards, it's kind of been working on it. So yeah, I think it's it was it was it's the only career I kind of wanted. So I think I really focused on it from a young age. So that's why it's. It's been such a big, big part of my life for well, well, the majority of it. There's something about a cooking program. I think we all like to sit down and watch, watch a cooking yeah. program and see what's being um, cooked. Yeah, I know, and I think it just went. It, it took from there, and then it went into the the more advanced cooking programs and the the TV shows and the competitions and so on. So yeah, I think that's where that's where it really started from. And I suppose there must there was obviously a there was obviously an interest from my part on it, mm. like unknown. At a, at a young age now tell us about yourself where in town you're from uh i was actually born in london yeah so Were you? Whereabouts? London, uh edgeware hospital and lived in new southgate okay yeah so i was born here but i moved back uh at a young age my hmm. parents moved home yeah i uh, grew up in uh i used to live in argea drive so it's on the cashel road yeah so that's where that's where i spent Spent my time until I was, what? I think I moved to Kilkenny at 21 to work in Campania, which is was, was a big part of my career as well. Um, so, yeah, so I, I moved moved back to Clomel at a young age and then moved from Clomel at 21. So I've been out of Clomel 10 years now. How old would you have been when you've moved over from London then? About three or four. About three or four. Uh, three or four. I, I, think, I think I was three. Mm. But, yeah, 
so yeah and then uh so spent yeah spent 20 years 20 years in Clamwell today well no less actually and even at school did you have any interest in maybe you know home ec that sort of thing uh, we never did it mm. in school, but but there was a there, there was always an interest there. From the age of from from the, from the age of twelve or so, I was I was interested and I knew what I wanted to do. So there was always uh, there was always that. That's actually where I met Nevin for the first time. He was uh, he was in my he was in the high school. Was he, he did, really? Uh, what was he doing there? I've yeah, got a chat a talk. Uh, I have. Uh, I, I don't actually know. I think the main. <laughs> just popped in for I've, a cup of tea. I have no idea. I I was just told he was there and I was invited. I, it was only for I think it was it must have been a competition. Someone won maybe transition years or something. Mm. But I I was a bit younger at the t- time, and I think I was told by one of the teachers that he was there, so I was allowed in. You know, it was only really for parents and stuff. But I was allowed to go to it, and that's where I met him for the first time, and wow. I kind of went from there. That's funny, isn't it? How that can happen. Yeah, I know, crazy. It's yeah. really so really weird, you know. And so, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. what school was this, Luke? It was the high school. The high school? Secondary school. Yeah, yeah. And good days at school? Well, I was never really in school. I didn't really like it. So <laughs> it was, one of, the, <laughs> it was one, 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 of, one of the days I was actually there. You were mitching off all there. the time, were you? Jesus. <laughs> I was never there. <laughs> where, okay, so where, we can talk about this now. Come on. Where were, yeah. you, where were you then if you weren't at school? Anywhere. Anywhere that wasn't there. You didn't like it at all, did you? No, I, uh, I didn't. No. Well, I have to say, um, for a guy who wasn't at school, you've done very well for yourself. Yeah, I haven't done too bad, yeah. <laughs> you obviously told your mum or your dad that you were going off to school and I gather you had the uniform on, but you went somewhere else then. Yeah. You and a few buddies? My my, 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 I used to go to my nan's house mm. and until she, passed, until she passed away, she actually, I was telling my mother a story a few years ago, like a year after she passed her, so maybe, and... um. She was like, she never told her. My mother used to drop me off at school. I used to go to my nan's house and she was open the door and kind of look at me every time and go, not again. And then just let me in and we used to watch TV. And no way. Uh, watch cookery shows. Uh, watch, you watch cookery shows. Yeah, exactly. And where was your nan living? Uh, she was living in Barn Park. Barn Park, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Brilliant. And she, ne- she, never, she never told my mother. And did the school ever crazy. wonder where you were? Did they kind of, you know, send letters home think, or visit your parents? I don't think. I, I mean, it wasn't every day. Yeah, it was every second day. But... <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, no, um, uh, I don't think. I don't know. I don't don't know, even know if they cared. To be honest, I'm sure they did. I'm but, sure they did. Um, but you know, I'm sure they did. But I was. It was. It was. It was. It was fine. I mean, it all worked out in the end. It certainly did. Look at you now. I mean, it it, it really, really did. You know, and um, <laughs> I just can't get over that. Tell me, <laughs> tell me about the Rue Scholarship. What is the Rue Scholarship? Yeah, uh, Rue Scholarship. So Rue Scholarships, basically, basically seen as probably up there with the best cooking competitions in the world. It's mm. run by uh, the Rue family, who who are basically is that like, Michelle Rue? Is it? Cook- yeah, Michelle Rue, uh, basically founded by their Michelle Rue and Alan Rue, who are cousins, mm. uh, but f- founded by their dads, who uh, Albert Rue and Michelle Rue Senior, um, and it's it's like they're like cooking royalty, and they were the first first uh, people in the UK to have uh, three Michelin stars, and they created this um, this this competition back in um, back in the late eighties. 
and it's just basically ever since then like the the, the people that have won it have have gone on to do great great things and i was lucky enough to uh to to get pretty far in it last year um and yeah i mean i missed out on the final by by one spot but it was it was the it was the first and only year i'd done it so everyone else that had had done it that year had had done it numerous times so i was i was pretty happy with with how far i got what um, what did you have to do luke it, it, uh, basically, so initially you you have to be accepted for it. Right. So initially you just send off you send off your um, your application. You know everything about you, your mm. CV, your age, who you are, basically all your what school your you didn't go age. to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all your all your literally they they send everything. And yeah, I, that they they initially choose whether they'll send you on to the recipe, the next the next one from that. So basically. Right. If you're, if you just, unfortunately, they don't accept everyone, and they can be. It's, it, it is a prestigious competition. So if you're not somebody like, as in, if you're just a normal chef to party or someone in a in a hotel, they'll probably not accept you. Which is, mm. which is, mm. uh, it's 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 very political as well. Mm. Um, how and then you basically get given this task of creating a recipe. They give you certain ingredients. They might give you a main ingredient and give you one garnish ingredient and you have to create a dish and it needs to be in with the costings and so on. Um, and it's, it has to be very detailed and your recipe has to be like perfect and immaculate has to be down to the gram and down to the penny basically of costing it. Mm. And it's cause they go through it. And then from there, if you're accepted, you'll get to go to the regional finals, which is where I got to. Wow. And they, they narrow it down from this. They can have anything up to like five, five to 10,000 people apply for this. Mm. And I got down to that, which was the last 14 of us. And only five get through to the final. And I missed out. I, I got the only, um, the only reserve spot, but no one, which is basically sixth place. Mm, mm. Um, so yeah, that's where I got to last year. And, it, it's very time consuming. It's it's great, but it, you need a lot of time on your hands. And at that time, I was just taking over Mayfair. So it was trying to juggle that and trying to juggle the competition at the same time, which wasn't wasn't the easiest of things to do because there was the stress of having a new a new job of running things and trying mm. to make things right there. And then the stress of a big competition, it's never, it's never a good mix. No. So it was, it was a busy few months for that time, but I mean, I'm glad I'd done it for sure. It's a. You should be very proud of yourself to get where you got as well at the same time. Yeah, yeah, um, I was because I couldn't put the amount of time into it that mm. that really needed that level of competition just with with everything going on. But I still, I still did myself did myself well and um, did good on the day, and you know, some very nice comments from from the judges and so on. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't all bad, but. I was, I was obviously I would have liked to got to the final, but it would have mm. it would have been even more pressure and more time that I didn't really have at that time. Um, but I mean, it's 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 something great to do, but it is you do need to be very focused on it. You do need to to take take a lot of time and attention away from things to make it happen. Is there a certain dish that you enjoy cooking or making? Uh, in terms of at home, or yeah, yeah, um, you know, just, oh, just you know, saying that. If you, I suppose, if you're in a kitchen all day, the last skill to do is come home <laughs> and yeah, go into I your mean, home kitchen. I, I mean, it's it's funny. It's like you know, because I have to taste everything all day. So course, everything yeah. any of my guys make, they have to get tested by me. So I don't, you know, anything they make has to be. I have to try it to make sure it's okay. 
So by the end of the day, I just I don't want to eat anything. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm it's 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 there's no proper meals during the day because mm. I I don't when I all the guys sit down for staff food at ten thirty and four thirty. But I'm like, by that stage, I'm just like, 30, I'm like, I don't want to eat. I just want to go for a walk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, I just want to get some air for a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then it is, it's weird. When you come home, sometimes you're hungry, but sometimes it can be, you know, you're picking at stuff all day. So it's like by the, by the time you get home, you're either starving or you just want to, you just want to sit down and relax. And grab a takeaway now and again, which is the odd time. Yeah, I mean, chefs and takeaways is, is a bad habit. But I try to stay away from eating late at night because you wake up the next morning and you feel like shit. Because <laughs> you've just, <laughs> you've just lit, you've literally worked your, you've worked like a 17 hour day, come home eating, eating a takeaway, and then you're straight up in the morning again. And not good, still, is it? <laughs> no, it's not, it's not a nice feeling. <laughs> but obviously, everyone loves a takeaway every now and then. So yeah, I, I like to. I like to get one every uh, every so often. Limit limited to one a week. <laughs> of course, yes. Oh my god, definitely. Um, what do you miss about home? What do you miss about Clonmel? What do I miss about home? Family. Mm. Miss miss family. Um, miss seeing them. You know, it's uh, it's always nice to chat to them every day, but uh, seeing them is a is a different story. Just uh, it's nice to spend time with them and uh, just uh, just have some 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 nice relaxing time. You know, I think every year goes by, it gets a bit more precious and stuff, and it's just nice to be able to to be able to spend time with them while you can. It's a, it's not often you get home, so every time I get home, I try to make the most of it. Whether it's just you know just chilling out with them or going somewhere, it doesn't really doesn't really matter to be honest. It's just it, it's it's nice to get home. Um, it's nice to be able to walk around the town, just just to just take in things that you you don't really see. You know, you always kind of. No matter how how long you've lived there, no matter how long you've been there, I I think you you every time you go back, you try to do something you haven't done before. Yeah. Um, whether that's the littlest of things or or go somewhere, I always like going to Tierney's for a for a sandwich. It's it's like a it's like a almost like a comfort, isn't uh, it? Like Sean Tierney, like you know, he's been there yeah. for years, and you know, it, it's it's know. great that he's still open. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic, and it's it's just nice to see. Um, I suppose for for like someone that wants their own business and stuff. It's nice to see someone that's every time you go there, he's there. Mm. So it's, it's quite, it's quite a nice thing to be able to see that as well. You know, a couple of years ago, they were filming, oh, what was that movie in care they did? Matt Damon was in it. Yeah. I don't the last know jewel, the last jewel. And uh, yeah, yeah. Matt came into Tierney's, you know that? Really? Yeah. Apparently he, he was eating upstairs and I think, I'm not too sure, but there were reports also that Ben Affleck was with him as well. Okay. Nice. Um, which which leads me on to this. Do you ever get any celebrities coming into your restaurant in Mayfair? We do get the odd one. It's like um, it's not a celebrity hotspot or anything, but yeah, yeah, we do get we do get the odd celebrity in there. Um, Irish, like a lot of Irish celebrities. We had, um, I mean, Laura Whitmore's been in quite a few times. Really? Wow. Yeah, she lives there. Um, AP McCoy has been in a few times. Oh wow. Uh, JP McManus has been in a few times. Mm. Um, we had the tea shock in last year as well. No way, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we've had, we we get her. We get it's mainly Irish ones. And do you come um, out to meet them afterwards, Luke? Would you go out and say, "Listen, hope you." Yeah, yeah, of nice? course, of yeah. course. Is uh, I I was meeting the the 
the tea shock last year and his wife was trying to kick him out the door at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he just wanted... He just wanted to stop for a chat and she was you know, pushing him out the door. <laughs> literally, literally nearly kicking him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. brilliant. Yeah. But um, Colin, Colin Meany was in a few few months ago. No, he, really? He's he was, brilliant. He He's was, great. He was fun. Yeah. Oh, he was, he was, he was pissed. No. <laughs> he was, oh my God. <laughs> he, he, he just, he wouldn't shut up. He, he just, and he's the exact same. He's the exact same accent in every movie, and he's it's, yeah. it's actually it's just his voice. Yeah, yeah he doesn't yeah. have to. He's he's probably the only he's probably the only actor that doesn't have to play a character. He just plays just himself. Being himself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, he was. The, he's the he's the exact he's the exact same exact same. Oh, uh, that's really good to hear because it, it, it se- yeah. he seems like he's one of those people that is. He's just the same fella, you know. He is. He's he's funny, and they had a wedding. His daughter got married in um in Virginia, uh, one of the the lodge that 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 Corrigan owns, and this I got sent this picture, and it's a picture of him at the barbecue the next day, mm. and his belly is hanging out over his shirt, and it's just like oh my god, yeah, he doesn't Whoever care, he does, doesn't care, no, does he? Does, doesn't, doesn't, care. Doesn't, That's doesn't, doesn't care, and it was I think it was I think it was actually towards the summertime last year. And his head was burnt, and it was oh, red, God. and he just looked—he he, had—he was struggling to eat something in one hand. His pint was in the other hand. His belly was nearly on the floor, and it was just—it was brilliant. chaos. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. <laughs> hey, listen. Finally, do you have a favourite part of Clonmel? Do I? Um, I like—I like to just go for a walk. To be honest, even if it's on my own mm. or with my dogs. Mm. I just walk around and if it's up the bypass down by the cemetery, mm-hmm. uh, down the keys, it doesn't really matter. I think I think I think there's a lot of there's a lot of nice spots in Clamel that are just really unseen as well. That if if it kinda you know, nowhere off the everywhere off the beaten track that you just walk around. Even even just outside Clamel, there's some nice like I spent lockdown in at home. So you you kinda kinda see a lot of things I hadn't seen before and just a lot of places that are nice you know you when picking wild garlic for instance mm. I, ne- I didn't even before i i never even thought of, where'd so, you get that where were you picking wild garlic in clon mill uh that's a secret <laughs> 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 that's that's why i have so much wild garlic here now yeah there's none left <laughs> did you actually take some the- did you actually take some home from no, 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 you no. didn't do that. Uh, no, but when I when I spent lockdown there, I did mm. pick a lot of it, and I did I did make a lot of stuff with it. So it was nice. It was nice to be able to just do something. Well, everything is closed. You know, there's nothing open, but you can still still have some fun at home and still cook a lot. I cooked a lot while I was at home as well, so it was quite nice. It was but so yeah, weird, though, wasn't it? It was weird. Yeah, mm. it was. It was very strange. But I mean, it's it, there was something nice about it, getting to spend that time that you won't have again. Yeah. I suppose with your family and so on, but I mean, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> I'm sure they loved having you at home doing all the cooking, which was great. Yeah, I think they enjoyed it anyway. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sure put, they did. Put on a few pounds. Thank you Probably. so much for joining us on the Clonmel podcast uh, this week. You are part of the Wild Geese feature, Clonmel's Wild Geese. Luca Hearn, we look forward to following your career. But uh, yeah, for the you. moment, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Cheers. The Clonmel podcast. Thank you to Luca Hearn. So there we have it. That is the Clonmel podcast for this Friday, the 28th of April. If you'd like to get in contact, you can email the Clonmel podcast at gmail.com. 
You'll find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and of course on the website www.theclonmelpodcast.com All before I go, hi to you, Dave Malcolm in Oakley, Bedfordshire in the UK. I believe you like to listen to the Clonmel Podcast. Phil Guida says to say a big hello to you. That is it. So until next week, stay safe, look after one another and thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Clonmel Podcast with Mark Whelan. Produced by West 10 Audio Productions. Your town, your podcast.